From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to a very special holiday episode of the show. I'm Lord Butler. He's Lord Bond. Hey, uh, you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. We don't got any beer today, but we got some eggnog. We We're got some the- eggnog, and I failed on my quest to bring boiled custard, but we will do that I after th- the new year comes. But I think via technicality, eggnog then wins. Eggnog wins up. the battle. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I never knew that it was a battle, so I was not I was not oh, aware. I told my mom it was a battle. And she, oh, that's okay. why she made her, her her recipe instead of just going and buying it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you know, it's very strong. Yeah, very strong. I'm, you know, it's I'm her, gonna drive she, out of here later. Yeah, so she I'm calls not. it her one cup eggnog. So I'm seeing this whole little barrel that we have here. <laughs> Is this for me to take? She said, if you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, it's liquid gold. So okay, I can, but if but if you, you like sell it, it on the don't, you're gonna go to the corner. You're gonna be <laughs> yeah. a corner boy. I've been watching the lot of the wire. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know that about me, I'm a big huge fan. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I I like it enough to definitely want to be drink more than this little portion that I'm gonna have to have to get have. So. Maybe I'll try to sneak it into my folks' house and uh, I don't, I mean, you know, put it in the fridge, hide it somewhere. (laughs) Maybe they're going to be like, what are you drinking? Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Eggnog's not the kind of thing you want to just hide like in a closet. Yeah. I I got an old boot that I keep it in (laughs) and it's going to be perfect. Come summertime. Yeah. I'm going to hide it right outside in that boot. Boom. Everyone knows summertime. eggnog needs the ferment. Chunky. And you yeah. know, chunky yeah. is, what, is, is what I'm looking for. This is a little smooth for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right. Uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. How are you this week, buddy? Man, it's a week. Uh, pushing through my short work week. But it is, uh, you know, it's been for the past couple of weeks, it's just been one of, one of those weeks, yeah. man. You know, yeah. uh, doing... Doing uh, real good, I guess. The highlight is uh, the fact that the Bond Trophy may stay in the Bond household. He uh, going to the going to the championship again this year. So, wish me luck or don't. You know, uh, I wouldn't wish you luck if it was you going <laughs> in it. So, but um, you know, one fan duel this week. Not a heavy, not a heavy betting weekend for me. Yeah. You know, well, I did a little bit, but uh, I knew right off the bat that. I thought I was going to have a good week on DFS. I saw you just jumped out to a lead. Yeah, I had pretty much the best portion of like everybody's lineup. Yeah. Everybody had some good choices in there, but I had the best yeah. from and each. And I had a couple of injuries that kind of hurt me. Uh, I mean, but at the end of the day, uh, I think I was plus $500 on the weekend. Hit a big yeah, parlay a big that helped. Uh, yeah. Hit a couple small ones. Uh, the uh, I had a couple last minute, the uh, Saints game. The uh, ESPN was mis misreported their number, so I thought I'd wanted another two hundred, three hundred dollar parlay. Yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara needed Alvin Kamara needed fifty eight rushing yards. He, they reported sixty one. Thought I hit all five legs. About twenty minutes later, they reported it as fifty four yards. Mm, that's yeah. a that's a that's a rough yeah. rough hit right there for yeah. sure. Yeah, I won um, Fanduel with uh, my my MVP Ryan Tannehill. I literally. <laughs> minutes before almost switched out of him to try yeah. to upgrade on a receiver 
And boy, am I glad I didn't because he had himself. I mean, I went Lamar Jackson, and I don't know if he had more points or not than Tannehill, but at first, no, he, he, Tannehill had 37. Okay. He had three passing touchdowns well, and I think, two well, rushing. Yeah, touchdowns. Lamar Jackson had five passing, so that's why I was like, I don't know how many points yeah, he got. But the ru- two rushing yeah. will get you every time for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, hell, Lamar, but he made Lamar made up for it. I had him uh, some parlays or not. I had some uh, props with him getting some rushing yards and I had him getting a rushing touchdown in. So I think nice. he won me like 40 bucks uh, somewhere. Nice old Jalen Hurts had him a good weekend, uh, had him in the over on rushing as well. So, you know, definitely some some little little spots here and there, but uh, was not heavy for me this weekend. Yeah. I didn't. Didn't get too too heavy into it. Yeah. Uh, quite, quite. Do you think you're gonna be betting on hockey this year? I oh, think, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna bet on everything. I think Bobby. I'm telling myself I'm not going to because hockey is so unpredictable. But I know, just like I was like puck line, baby. I, I puck line. I don't watch basketball. I'm in a fantasy basketball, and I literally just. I think I went with name value and I immediately bet on the Lakers game tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I just don't know. I'm gonna keep it. Keep it legit. This is how every addict starts, yeah. Bobby. It's like they set rules for themselves yeah. and then they break the rules. And the, wow, I'll, I will only bet Lakers. on football. Yeah. And at the beginning, you were like, yeah, I'm not a big college football better. And the next weekend, you're hitting me up with all what you, what all you have <laughs> on the call. And then you're now you're like, look, I will, you know, I'm not going to bet on hockey or basketball and back in basketball's back and Bobby's in there. Okay. Night one, <laughs> night one. You're not even get. you're not even pretending like you're not at this point, man. You're betting on the first night. Did be honest with me, Bobby. Did you bet any basketball preseason? No, that's some degeneracy right there. You got to be a real degenerate to bet on preseason. So next season, yeah. obviously we will be it doing just seemed, it. Like I saw one, like, uh, for a preseason game, will LeBron get more like, it's a preseason game, man. How are you going to even assume that LeBron's going to be playing the whole game to get 30 points? Yeah, I mean, it's the odds, right? That he's <laughs> got to play the odds. And I think they were yeah. plus 100 odds. They're not even like good odds. I think I'm going to stick with um, probably at least at first, kind of get the feel for it, the puck line. How many goals are going to get scored? I think I'll try to yeah. mess around with that. The problem is just bit. as someone who actually does watch a lot of hockey, it's so unpredictable. Like, you know, football, there's, you know, there's some predictability. We've been to games where it's like the two top scoring offenses sometimes. And there's you'll, you'll walk out of there on one nothing game. Well, if I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about it, but Jets and the Bengals won this yeah. week. Well, you know? to be honest, though, I called the Bengals winning. I had three bets and I had. <laughs> In one of them, I even had uh, Bengals money line. Yeah. And I think I won four bucks because I just had uh, Bengals money line because I knew going in Steelers are a garbage team and nobody believed me. But last night, everyone's like, oh, they yeah. are a garbage. It team. went from being the best loss the Titans had to like being like, oh, you lost to the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, I mean, they're the Colts are now favored against the Steelers this week. So which I mean, I Colts think are a good football. Yeah, team, I mean, though. they are. Do you, we should talk about this in the news, probably. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Let's let's just talk yeah. about it in the news. So let's move on to uh, let's move on to some news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. People are probably checking their phones. Is is this still a hockey podcast? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not hockey season yet, Greg. <laughs> uh, we got about three weeks. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So the NHL has uh, confirmed a 56 game season. Uh, some teams will allow fans. Some teams may have to share arenas depending on if, you know, you know, the Kings may not be able to play in, in the arena. Now, at the, at the same time, Bob, Yeah, 
they're going to have it's going to be four teams on the ice at the yeah, that's going to be hype. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be hype. I'm betting on those games. <laughs> oh, the hey, look, the goal line is like eight. Yeah, but there's four teams out there. There's yeah. going to be some messes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? You like you like the 56 game season set up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's we're getting hockey, I guess. And hopefully this kind of is probably where it's going to kind of put us back on track to kind of get back to some normal. Yeah. They said sports. doing this, it, they're playing at a next season, a regular schedule, October 3rd, hopeful start date. Uh, I like that. Um, now Nashville, obviously whether or not the Preds will allow fans in is still up for debate from the way I've seen Tennessee doing things. I believe they're going to let some fans in. Yeah. Tennessee has been hit pretty hard though. Yeah. I mean, with some new, you know, guidance and, and such from the, from the governor. And I mean, it's who knows. Cause we are uh, at a, an alarming rate. Well, the guidance was, Hey guys, maybe do something, but you don't have to. So that's the guidance we got. But uh, it, the Panthers will be allowing fans in. And, and this could be the first year they said that the Panthers will lead the league in attendance. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if they can <laughs> still get people to come. And that's the biggest thing is we'll think, Oh, well, they're being really good yeah. down there in Sunshine, Florida. No, no, yeah. they're, they're not. Nobody goes to Panthers yeah. games is the problem. Yeah. And the Coyotes will be letting. They said it could be a race between the Coyotes and the Panthers who will lead the league in attendance. Well, good, good luck to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, with all this confirmed, there are 10 teams well above the salary cap right now. And they need to get below that before January 13th, or this is not a soft cap. They won't be allowed to play if they don't get under. So there are some big things uh, happening. But do you think that teams will wait till after Christmas and uh, and wait till Boxing Day to start making these trades? Man, I have no idea what, um, you know, if they've already been working on them, if they've been. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a nice, nice little Christmas uh, surprise. But uh, hard to hard to tell where GMs are at, where they, you know when they thought the start date was going to be, if they had other plans, you know, if they're already been, they've already been working on things. Um, I mean, I would imagine some, some speedy decisions. I think we're going to have to have some big moves yeah. for sure. And there will be no exhibition games. Uh, January 13th, it goes from no games to they're, they're starting no preseason, no exhibition games, which kind of a bummer. Uh, if they were letting fans in, Man, one of my favorite events is the doubleheader exhibition games. I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that myself. Uh, but who knows if we would even be allowed in? Well, or be even be allowed to adequately drink what is yeah, worth true. it. Yeah. If they're trying to, you know, obviously limit us and be safe. You know, that's fine and yeah. stuff. But then a doubleheader sucks. Yeah. No, I would <laughs> not be goes, a go. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, all right, you can have. You're going to get up uh, two times and get beers. Uh, yeah, that's not even going to cover my nut, bro. They are <laughs> working on I, I talked to uh, one of the people. And they are working on something where on your phone you can request the beer be brought to you. That is not going to work out well for them. They're probably going to want to give us <laughs> a better seat at the bar. Yeah. Or they'll just end up saying, hey, guys, we've given you your own guy just for you. That, that would be Because you know we'd become very good friends with him. Oh, we would. Uh, this guy's getting Christmas gifts. This yeah. guy's getting Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> this guy's getting a, getting a, you know, St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> you know, whatever. What does what this guy like and what does he want? And be like, oh, you can't carry that gun in here, sir. <laughs> no, this is for our boy Steve. They're like. Bobby and Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, let's move on to outside the NHL. 
Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. The Jets upset the Rams and possibly their chances at Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, Adam Gaze, is, he's not joking around. He, uh, when he gets fired, he definitely doesn't want somebody else to reap <laughs> yeah. all the benefits of his terribleness. So we'll see. Is, is the, do the Jags currently have the tiebreaker? I believe, but I think they, someone was saying that they actually have a, I don't know who they're playing this coming up week, but someone said they actually have a pretty good chance at winning this week. Uh, are we in week 15? Is that right? I believe so. I think we're going into 16. Six, yeah, we are going into 16. They play the Bears. Team. I don't know. That's not yeah. looking like a... With the way the Bears have been playing lately, that's not looking like a easy, winnable game at this point. But it's still 2020, which means the Jags could go out and just win, and win that. And the the just, Jets are going to win out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Jets are like, hey, we know you're giving it, trying to give us a chance. Jaguars, but we don't want it. Okay. <laughs> we do not want it. That's crazy. That's that's the NFL for you. I mean, you cannot. I mean, you know, as far as betting and gambling goes, when you see a minus 1000 or a minus 2000, you're stupid yeah. to take put your two dot, you know, your $200 up to win $20 if that I mean, I saw somebody. I saw somebody online. They took and listen. It's Alabama. They 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 were gonna beat Florida, um, and some other teams. But they were playing some cupcake team, and it was minus twenty five thousand. And they ended up taking that. I'm like, why? Free I mean, all, money. all it takes, and like you had to have bet like <clears throat> like hundred bucks got you like what fifty cents? Yeah. If like, no, it, yeah, it'd probably be like closer to ten cents. Yeah, you know? like that's a guard. Because what if the unthinkable happens, and then you you literally just piss that money away for nothing? Right. Yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some happy guy that's sitting there with his thirty to fifty grand that because he had the Jets and the Bengals in like a parlay or something. Yeah. You know. I mean, you you think like. That would be crazy at the beginning of the week. Yeah. Let's put in the Jets and the Bengals. You're like, you're an idiot. And that guy <laughs> wins it. It's just, it's silly the the way that some people will. I mean, obviously it's gambling, but like, if you want safe, bro, go get a mutual fund. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go put that money in a savings account and catch little to no entry. Cause that's what you're doing. Except yeah. for. It's probably not just going to be immediately gone if something like this happens. Yeah, I did feel bad. One of my friends on Facebook had a, a 34 leg parlay. All right. Except for the uh, last night's game. That was very stupid of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not feel bad for your friend. I don't know who it is. Uh, you know, you don't have to tell me. If he has a problem with me saying this. I mean, you know, I don't I'm not trying to fight you or anything, <laughs> but come on. It's not 34 leg yeah. parlay. Like. You should be happy that you got there. You got, yeah. You just be happy that you got here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, the Bengals upset the Steelers. Man, the Steelers are hot trash. Yeah. And I called it very early on. They had a cupcake schedule, the likes of which we have not seen. And that's why I put. I had four or five bets last night. Every single one of them had the Bengals winning that game. I mean, because I knew going in that this. I mean, and I thought I, at first I thought they were long shots. 
Uh, but when I, I when we got we got home last night and I saw that they were up 17 nothing, I was like, yeah, that's that's about right. Uh, a uh, James Conner. When they said James Conner wasn't playing for a team that already can't run the ball, I knew that they were done. Uh, the the tall, you know, I remember early season, we were like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger, MVP. No, nowhere yeah. near. Yeah, no, he doesn't. I mean, he has some of the best receiving weapons in the whole league. And I mean, they just, their offense looks stagnant. They look very poor. And then even when their offense did in this third quarter, when their offense did start looking decent, their defense looks like Swiss cheese out there. Yeah, I mean, I, they were getting torched by the Bengals. I needed all that. Uh, I needed Ben to have a bad game. I needed Deontay Johnson to have a bad game. And I needed the. Yeah. Steelers D to have a bad game. Yeah, I feel bad for anyone that was starting Ben Roethlisberger in playoffs. I do not. I, 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 had, <laughs> I think he went like six and 11 for eight yards. I had, uh, you know, that was the, the championship game or the semifinal game in, in the blood, sweat and beers dynasty league. I mean, I was up 35 going into the night, but Nick only has Ben Roethlisberger playing. I mean, bro, 35 points for Ben, ben Roethlisberger against the Bengals. That's not yeah. an impossible feat that uh, I, I can't There was a time he could have put up 350 yards and like four touchdowns. I mean, yeah, it was very doable. So I was not super confident going into the tonight. I wasn't, you know, th- tilting, thinking I was going <laughs> to lose or anything. But uh, but yeah, I mean, th- those three players playing bad, the defense, Deontay Johnson and, and Ben Roethlisberger is how I won FanDuel because I was destined to lose. I yeah. was only what? Like forty points up at the end of the before Monday night game, so those three players should score you forty points, yeah. no problem. So, was crazy, man. What was pretty pretty crazy? Uh, Florida football suspended uh, one year uh, from postseason, and Dan Mullen gets a show calls for recruitment violations. Uh, I'm I would assume that this covers this year's bowl game, but with the NCAA, you never know. So they may just give them next year and then Florida will pull some. Oh, we're going to uh, voluntarily uh, pull ourselves out, but only after we show that we have lost five games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a crazy year. I'm not even sure how you're getting away with any type of recruiting violations or whatever. They what it was. There, was it recruiting violations? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure I'll double check. Looks like. Uh, UT Knoxville also hit with some recruiting violations. That's that hurts you. I mean, how are you going to get recruiting violations and be and win three games? Well, at least make it worth it. It's for the future, buddy. You can't (laughs) you can't recruit seniors. Okay, (laughs) get it together, Bobby. Come on, know about recruiting (laughs) violations for God's sakes. Uh, So Florida um, violated recruiting contact rules on two occasions in 2019. and Mullen was found to have failed to promote an atmosphere of compliance and will be banned from all off-campus recruiting activity during the fall 2020 um, and have given a four-day off-campus recruiting ban during the fall 21 period. Um, and the university has banned him from recruiting for the first 10 days of the January 2020 contact period. These just seem like such arbitrary rules, like... Punishment. Sometime. Ten days, buddy. You got ten days. Like what? <laughs> yeah. That's, he's like, cool. I had a vacation planned for he that. Anyway. Like, I was not. I was even gonna be. They're like, shut up, Dan. I wouldn't shut be surprised up. if it's like, oh, but you can take those ten days anytime you want. Take yeah. Up, take, you want if you want to do like five weekends in a row. 
Do you want to piecemeal this? And like when you're sleeping, we'll take eight hours from each time you go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. How does that work for you, Dan? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. And there's no, there's never any consistency with, with what happens, how, you know, I'm, and it's like, I love the show cause because he's already got a job. He's not fired. (laughs) He's not like, you know, like we already hired him. We don't have to show you cause of why we hired him. Like, He's already on our, our coaching staff. You know what? We're not going to show you call. We're not going to hire this guy that's already hired. The As soon as that happened, the university also self-reported a level three violation and has also suspended itself for a year for uh, misconduct in 2018. And it's going to coincide with the punishment. The, the year of punishment will coincide with the NCAA punishment. It's a, it's a, uh, it's one of those concurrent. <laughs> We're going to take these concurrently. I like to think that every, especially every time you get in trouble, just go ahead and tell everything. Yeah. You know, you're like, well, 92, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't know that it was such a huge deal for the, uh, the cocaine and the hookers. Okay. Yeah. Rick Patino got in trouble for that. We didn't know you could get in trouble for it. We would like to self-report. But only if we get to have the same punishment. Yeah. And you can just skim over the part about force feeding players cocaine. That we was, did. That it, was. It was the 90s. That was. That, that it was 2015. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and no, it's no biggie. I mean, it was like October of 2020. Okay. Like it's, it was a long time ago. Uh, um, Dwayne Haskins went to a strip club with no mask. Uh, no word yet on punishment, but he has apologized on Twitter. So. Wow. I mean, this is a non-story, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I guess he thought, I'm Dwayne Haskins. Nobody knows who I am. It was really his hope. It's not like I'm Alex Smith. He went back. What we didn't know, he went to like an Ohio State strip club. (laughs) They're like, we do know you here, buddy. (laughs) It was so much... He is so unrecognizable, even in name, even to me as a Washington player. Three times I'm writing this. I wrote Deshaun Watson three times. <laughs> <laughs> He's like showing you your ID. You're like Dwayne Haskins. What a weird name. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. It's a fake ID, buddy. <laughs> I know that name. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's time to move in uh, to our main content. We're doing our best of 2020 sports edition. Next week, we'll just be doing our non-sports straight up best of 2020. Because you know what? 2020 was a shit year. But there's a couple good things, and we actually have a pretty decent list uh, on here. Uh, we didn't. You it know, was good for 2020. Was pretty okay for sports. Yeah. I mean, in terms of you know, relatively to, speaking, you're right. I mean, not going to sports, but yeah. like you know, expanding people's sports horizons and you know them trying new things and doing new things. I mean, and I mean, we, at least we got to go to the Winter Classic. We did get to go to Winter Classic. So yeah. I mean, yeah, forget everybody else. Thanks, Dallas. We, we almost got to go you. to a game in Columbus. We were right outside of the stadium of where we should have been. Yeah. <laughs> we did go to our bar. So, yeah. But anyway, so uh, starting off the list, uh, Pecorine scoring a goal. Just January 9th, 2020, starting the year off with a great sport moment. A goalie goal is always amazing. Uh, what do you, what do you got one or you got anything to say on that? I know that's, I mean, obviously that was, that was awesome. I'm going to skip the next one on the list and let you do that one. Uh, so I'll do the, obviously Mahomes going and winning the Super Bowl earlier this year. Uh, and I think on the doc, you put it best. He goes from a future star to being a star in this league. Now yeah. we did not know that that would come with constant 
people wanting to rub all over him when we were watching his games. So <laughs> that that was a downside of of him becoming awesome. But he seems like a really good guy and uh you know happy for him to to have won Andy Reid winning that first yeah. uh highly eluded <clears throat> Super Bowl. So that was that was that was great. That was a great part of 2020. Yeah. Uh listen, LSU winning the national championship. Uh first off, it wasn't Alabama and it wasn't Clemson. So right there, a positive. But also LSU that year, I think people uh don't realize how good of a team they were that year. Yeah, they, they were, were a, awesome. they were 15 and 0 looked very they looked good doing it. And I think that there will come a time when people will look back and they might be in one of the like maybe the top 15 top 20 college football teams of all time. They I don't, were I don't a think, dominant team. I don't think that top 15 is in any realm close enough they're definitely top 15 that's no okay i I thought you were gonna say no they're not nearly good enough for that yeah no no i think top 15 would be if like you're really really trying to argue about it and i just did that because i hadn't didn't have time to really like look at this every single stat and kind of go through the other teams and that's more of what i'm what i'm saying even just even just off the top of the head top 15 seems really high you know i mean i think they're top five worthy that would take a little yeah. bit more research and kind of look Especially at with things. Especially with all, you know, multiple Alabama teams, Miami that, teams, Ohio State teams. I don't think that that would be out of the realm of possibility, yeah. though, for sure. I mean, there's some there are some great, great football teams, and, and it's hard to compare different eras and what, you know, players and teams brought to the uh, to the uh, NCAA. Like – like uh, the 98 volunteers were re- a really good yeah. football team. I think team the that 01 did. Miami. Miami yeah. teams, they were they were really good. I, I mean, as much as it oh, pains me to say this. The 1947 Dame team? The ni- 40- <laughs> if, when you're talking top-notch football and you're not talking 47 Dame, okay, that's when you're, that's when you're messing up. Uh, but no, but I mean, some of those USC teams were just yeah, absolutely Reggie sick. Bush, yeah. And then you got teams that had that were good football teams that were led by one of the greatest college football players we've ever seen, such as Texas's Vince Young. And I mean, that team was Cam good Newton with Auburn. Cam I mean. Newton and Cam Newton at Auburn. You have you have ridiculously great yeah. talent on these teams that are that are making their teammates much better and making and their teammates And this is exactly why I did top 15, because I know every time we do rankings like this and we say, oh, they're easily in it, then we start actually thinking about it and clicking and starting yeah. like, oh, wow, I've already named 20 teams that honestly, might honestly be a little bit better. Yeah, honestly, though, I mean, again, all those teams that we talked about were great, and it's it would be hard to make an argument yeah. to say they I mean, were Joe better Burrow than was this a, LSU team. Was a mega force. Well, with, with tons of talent around him and guys that we're going to be watching play on Sunday for a long time coming it's uh it was definitely hard to to argue that point and I think top 15 is is a great just hey they're definitely in this zone the last dance that was uh obviously for those of you that don't know or don't remember because six months was really (laughs) six years ago um, the telling of the story of the of, of Michael Jordan's last title and just the way that that was done and and what it brought to a story that people can't get enough of uh, of that particular story. And, you know, it's so always so funny. Michael Jordan 
wanted full creative control on this so he didn't come off as a jerk and still kind of came off as a jerk. <laughs> it's a it's a very special talent. And I, you know, and I took that personally. <laughs> All right. Uh honestly, uh something that we didn't see happening. Uh the the remote NFL draft going off honestly without a hitch. It was very well put together and a big surprise to many people that the NFL was able to do this. I thought for sure there was going to be an issue. I thought for sure there was going to be Someone. I thought we were going to see Roger Goodell's penis. <laughs> if we're being honest, if there would have been odds on it, I'd have said, "Dude, we're going to see his penis." Probably. <laughs> uh, no, but- it, it really did go really well, um, yeah. and it was. I thought more enjoy. If, if you're just watching on TV, it was definitely yeah. more enjoyable than a normal draft. Yeah, it was. The only thing was, it was weird. The whole, Roger Gale's whole Mister Rogers basement thing that was a little that odd. Was, that, but it, but was it? No, it was odd. Yes, like as I kind of want to see general, the rest of that basement. Just as a general statement, yes, that was odd. But was it odd for Roger Goodell, though? No. Again, again, I would not have been surprised if we saw the man's penis accidentally. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, on the other side of where the camera was, full on sex dungeon. Maybe that or Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes out and he's like, all right, let's discuss these chat logs. <laughs> NHL playoff bubble was flawlessly executed. Yeah. I mean, and, and just to kind of add to that... The NBA playoff bubble was great. I mean, we had the one instance of Lou Williams wanting to get wings in a strip club. I mean, but it happens. Who, who can know? blame him? It, it happens, okay? Yeah. This was early pandemic. You know, he had no idea that he could live without those yeah. wings. Dwayne so. Haskins doesn't get to use that excuse. He he also <laughs> is terrible. So <laughs> not that Lou Williams is the, uh, and I don't, I don't even remember if it was Lou Williams. It sounds right. It sound, yeah. It sounds Maybe. right. Sorry if we're bashing on you, Lou, and it wasn't you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the playoff bubbles, they were so well done and we actually got to see a champion crowned. It was uh, in both leagues. I typed in NBA strip club wings. And I didn't know Boom. what my Google search was going to bring up. That was a bold, that was a bold <laughs> call, but it was Lou Williams. Yes. I'm not just bashing on Lou for no reason. And I also didn't realize that when people, because apparently the internet didn't care much about whether or not he should have gone. It was more the internet cared. Were the wings actually worth it? Were they worth it? And the Johnny Manziel confirmed the wings are at that strip club are worth it. Okay. Well, again, not a... A valued opinion that I would like put high on my scale. I am valuing Johnny Manziel. I feel like Johnny Manziel to uh, to strip club chicken wings is like Tony Romo to commentating. No, see, I see, but I feel like the type of people that are real jazzed up on strip club hot wings are not the type of people in which you take their opinion on things. Well, you take my opinion on some things and the booby, the wings of the booby bungalow. Yeah, I would not take those amazing. opinion. I would not. I don't <laughs> accept that opinion. And, and pretty much every opinion you've ever had past that one, Bobby is scrutinized very, very specifically, you know, like that's a good, that was a good idea by Bobby. And then I think back, I was like, the man is touting the, uh, the wings at a strip club. So just look at it a little more analytically. <laughs> sometimes you're right. Sometimes I am like, all right, no, the strip club wings. It got me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Sarah Fuller, uh, Vanderbilt kicker. 
uh, first female to uh, to kick off at a Power Five conference. First female to score points in in a college game. Power, I think it was Power, Power Five. Five. Yeah, okay. Power Five yeah. as well. Great story. Uh, great to see the uh, you know the highlight of Vanderbilt season. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, loved the fact that it angered so many neckbeards online. Ah, that's always that's always real nice. And anytime, isn't it? anytime you get to see Clay Travis super pissed off and he just puts his foot in his mouth is amazing. Yeah, which is pretty much always. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. I, Clay Travis, I used to really enjoy him when he was on Three HL here in Nashville. The man just going national just got to that. Dude, he's not as cool as he thinks he is. You know, I don't think I've never listened to him. Actually, I've never actually had the opportunity to listen to him make a sports take because my first, uh, I guess, not interaction, but the first time seeing any of his takes, it was immediately it was like four things. He said were all political and I immediately blocked him on any social media because his takes aren't even. And then I saw a couple of his takes for sports and it's like, this, these are garbage takes. Yeah. It's, and I mean, you can have crazy sports takes, but just the way he goes about it, it's yeah. just so like, for example, like treating Jer- people like yeah. they're stupid like, because they don't agree. Jared Stillman has bad sports takes, but I respect him as a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like what he has yeah. to say. There's a difference. Travis, I don't respect the guy as a journalist. Cause I don't think he is respectful to his listeners. Yeah. But uh, uh, you want to take this one? Yeah. Um, Washington football team changed their team name to Washington, Washington football, football team. Yeah. And yeah. it's about time. As, as a lifelong fan, it's about time. And anyone who says, oh, I'm a fan and uh, I, I cared about it. And it's like, no, dude, like th- you shouldn't care about. You're not connected to the name of the team. Yeah. You're connected to the team. Tell that to the guy's chest tat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I mean. And again, we talked about this when it when it kind of all happened. It you're watching guys try to carry a ball past the line. That's what you're doing when you're watching football on a Sunday, dude. It ultimately doesn't matter what you call those guys. So yeah, so I mean, you know, if it's it's a ridiculous it, that that one in particular, you know, there's lots of been lots of name changes, but that one specifically, yeah, that was uh, was was a much needed. Uh, Baker Mayfield coming into his own that, um, jury's still out on this. Well, one, I'd like I, to say, I think he's had a great year and I sure, think that, sure, sure. you know, when he came into this league, everyone thought that he was going to be another Johnny Manziel, which frankly I thought was very disrespectful to Baker Mayfield. He was never it's disrespectful to Johnny Manziel. Uh, Baker Mayfield was never really like, yeah, I mean, he, he, he had fun, but he was never really the partier that Johnny Manziel was. Sure. So for him to come out and people to say, oh, it's just like Johnny Manziel. No, it's not. Because you know what? Johnny Manziel does It was have because it. they were both six foot, bro. That was it. That <laughs> yeah. was the only comparison. They're scrappy. That's yeah. like a white guy in basketball. He's, he's really scrappy. He's, yeah. he's sneakily athletic. <laughs> um, no, but Baker Mayfield, while having a great year on the field, we all know the highlight of this man's year has been the dope commercials, yeah. dude. The do- I love the one where he's going. He, he has to go back in. Oh, I think I turned scanner. the yeah, yeah. And they're <laughs> like, he's like, hey guys, it's me, Baker. He's like, whatever, Garrett, come on through. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the one where he uh, the bathroom one where he's like, he's calling, making like reservations. That like, one was last year's. But oh, that was, was pretty last, good. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was still one of my favorite ones. It's like it's a third one on the left. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> the book club one is really good too. Uh, there's a couple of really good ones. So as good of a football year as he's having, those commercials are yeah. top notch. And honestly, one thing I do really love about make, the way Baker Mayfield played plays is the fact that 
no matter how long he'll throw an 80 yard touchdown pass, he'll be the first player there to hunt oh, the dude. guy. Oh yeah. Like he, like he's, if I'm a coach, I'm like, dude, stop doing these wind chill, sprints. Chill. Like, <laughs> he's got, he's got oxygen before the receiver does. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, Olivia Benson on the recent episodes of SVU. She's just always out of breath. Like I was just very confused by this. They must've got an elevator at the precinct. And now she just doesn't walk this. Cause you'll come up to a crime scene. And she, <sighs> What do we got here? I'm sorry, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> it's amazing to me, but yeah, that's uh, so so that's a uh, that's a really good part uh, of the year for sure. Austin Watson being traded—that's uh, just more of a personal, yeah, for me. You know, and there are for some, you, for many. Not, I was fans. not, a, I was not a not a opposed to him getting traded for sure. I mean, he was supposed to be our enforcer. He lost a lot of fights to enforce. Honestly, yeah. I think all. At least within the past, because I remember. I think, doing I think I still have one video on my phone where he did win off a slip. You get the yeah. call. You get the yeah. win when they slip. Bro. I'll give him that, but I don't think that was. I think the research I did was in the last two seasons, and within the last two seasons uh, before he got traded, not one win. And it's uh, you can't do that as an enforcer, especially when you aren't great as a player. Yeah. You got. I mean, you at least need to be close at winning. The problem is, he would always get his ass kicked. Yeah, it's like, bro. It's like, yeah, straight up, I'll fight you, no problem. Yeah. Um, breakup of Belichick and Brady. I mean, you know, obviously for some folks that wasn't wasn't great. I would like to add the, to the fact that the Titans didn't get Tom Brady. Thank goodness. Uh, kind of get the. We don't really. We don't really have a fair shake of things of who's going to really come out on top of this. But Brady's looking good right I now. I mean, I think the mere fact that just from first look, because uh, it's not like they're using some. Ba- they're using Cam Newton. The Patriots have Cam Newton, a what would I mean, a solid quarterback. Yeah, but they. But I mean, the guy coming off of injuries, learning a new, very complicated offense, a lot of opt outs this year due to COVID. Yeah. I mean, I if I'm not counting out Bill Belichick. I mean, no, as, you know, yeah. that's that's I, I the biggest I thing. I don't think the Patriots are as bad as their record says right now. Um, I think you know when they get another full off season to work with him and it's Belichick, you know. But if they bring him back, uh, yeah, I will say though that I, you know, seeing Tom Brady, you know. I love the fact that he broke the, the Falcons once again this weekend with a big comeback. Yeah. I mean, Matt, he is in Matt Ryan's head. Matt Ryan has nightmares about Tom Brady, probably. Yeah. And now or, he has to, uh, or, nightmares about two different teams. Or probably what happens is he just goes home and lays on his bed of cash and doesn't, <laughs> yeah. isn't worried about it at the end of the night. You know, maybe yeah. he is, but he's probably all right. I don't know, man. Not winning a Super Bowl. I mean, I've, I've heard many athletes say that his nickname is matty ice so like you're you're like you're good bro nobody's discounting you that's not a super bowl nickname bro (laughs) that was not you know that's not a super bowl winning nickname you should have got a better nickname in college i guess tom brady gets ice pick now (laughs) maybe so yeah i mean (laughs) that's that's pretty much what he did to them so um uh i racing i don't know i the only thing i know about i racing is when the guy said the slur on live yeah well i mean you know it was that except for just not that and everybody (laughs) was racing their cars yeah yeah i mean it was just uh it was basically like regular nascar races and lots of awesome wrecks nobody died either you know so uh there was the one guy that was about to win the race and his daughter unplugged his (laughs) tv so that's awesome that's you know that's a little bit of 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 different uh different things that can happen when you're when you're racing at the house so 
But that was just a cool thing for NASCAR because that was really the first kind of anything that we got. Well, back. what would be cool is if they did iRacing, but the cars that they were driving were actually on a racetrack somewhere Ooh. without drivers in it. That way, so that but way, you don't tell you don't tell the drivers that. This so is they like think an Ender's that, Game. Type so of they deal, think, bro. or any, or you don't tell them that there's actually people in there who don't get to control the car. So yeah. the, the drivers are just they're like, ah. <laughs> this sounds like a nice social experiment <laughs> that we should most certainly not do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, to kind of close out our, our awesome 2020, and I'm sure that there's tons of, of other things that people, uh, other people enjoyed and liked, but this is not their podcast, so they didn't get to add them in. Uh, <laughs> Masters in the fall. That was really awesome. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. It was di- definitely different than, you know, seeing it early, uh, early April, like we do every year, some big events just to kind of tail that some big events that we're, have, were bred and seeing in specific dates and times have to change up and uh and move their their race or their you know their event so that was that was kind of cool to get a get a change up of something that we normally wouldn't get finding the silver linings always great we'll do it again next week uh to uh, end the year uh but now it's time to move on to joke of the week the weird Corey perry yeah i don't like this i don't Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> All right, you found this one, so you get to do the honors. So Brazil's uh, Bolsonaro, their president, warns that vaccine can turn people into crocodiles. About time. And I, you know, and I, I can't, I haven't really got into the article at all. We usually kind of parse it together. I can't tell if he's pro or anti-vaccine because if you're anti-vaccine, that is not the way to, to get people to not take it. That sounds awesome. That sounds like super soldiers. <laughs> that sounds like, bro, you mean I can stop going to work every day, just live for hundreds of years, dude, just being one of the most pre- prehistoric like from the dinosaur times type of deal, just chill up in a lake or, you know, I guess a river or wherever, you know, the, the natural habitat of the, of the crocodile and just eat shit. Sounds dope. Sign me up. So either I don't get COVID or I get to be a crocodile is the <laughs> is my two options, and they both sound great right now. I don't so, know if you explain a crocodile or just everyone that lives in New Orleans. But either way, whatever. Yeah. I mean, at this point, but yeah, uh, it's, I guess it's an attack. So he thinks that it's a bad thing. Well, um, cause he also said you, or you could also turn into a bearded lady. Two very different things. <laughs> he, he is uh, a big subscriber to evolution. <laughs> if you're, I'm a bearded man. Do I become a non bearded lady? Is I mean, what is the science here? How do I make sure that or I get a the hybrid crocodile bearded lady? How do I make sure that I get the crocodile version? Yeah. Because I want that. You know, that 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 sounds great. Um, oh. He insisted he's not going to be vaccinated, uh, just claiming that it's a, a little flu. And so he's launching a, a nice mass inoculation, uh, an inoculation program. I guess he is pro alligator. As constituency, but as a 
president, you can't be an alligator. Yeah. That's the problem. And that's why he's against it. He also said you become a superhuman. Okay. This guy is all over the board. This all over the board and absolutely terrible at scaring (laughs) people off of things. So I, so my options are a bearded lady, which obviously you're never going to run out of work as being a bearded lady. You know, that's a pretty strong job market. Uh, A crocodile or a superhuman. Or, and these are the negatives. Yeah. Or he also said, or just a male with an effeminate voice. So it's okay. like, I mean, <laughs> so, so he's like, all right, so yo, you're gonna you're gonna talk. It's like, like he this. had a checklist. He's like, wait, the crowd isn't he's gasping like, yet. Uh, uh, superhuman. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, don't clap. <laughs> no. Don't clap. Uh, you could be scared. Be scared. <laughs> uh, you could have a slightly higher pitched voice. <laughs> oh no! It's like man, but the crocodile thing's still on the table. <laughs> Uh, but the Supreme Court uh, has uh, Brazil's Supreme Court has ruled that it is obligatory uh, to get the vaccine. Um, so we're going to have a potential problem. Joe Biden better look out. Brazil could be a problem in a few years <laughs> if they're just all crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like they're they're superhumans. They're crocodiles. They got a few bearded ladies to kind of throw you off track. And then they got men with the feminine voices who are now mad that they have effeminate voices are probably going to ride the crocodiles. What I would do. I don't know how Brazil is with like uh, satire there. Probably but not great, Bob. I, if, I, if I'm like a local news station, I'm like it. Like when the thing comes, it's like, oh, all of our people have been uh, vaccinated. Have all the men take like some helium. And that's just oh, how you. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. uh, we're giving him ideas. He's like, oh, we're not oh, do that. Right, write this down. Write this down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure that the, the Brazilian president listens to the pod. Now, he may hear through the grapevine about this little segment. And I don't know, you know, his reach. Does he, do Brazilians have hit squads? I mean, we're gonna see him, see and hear them coming. It's a bearded lady, a guy, <laughs> a guy, a guy with a really, really high voice, a crocodile, and what looks like Superman. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna see this coming, but hopefully, he doesn't come, doesn't come after us. I mean, we've talked a lot of crap on here, but you know, going at going at Brazil's president, that's tough. I mean, I've, I guess I've gone at. North Korea quite a bit too. And We're, China. China, yeah. yeah. America. <laughs> We've gone uh, just about we, everyone. Yeah. We we I don't, think the only place we haven't gone after is Australia. Well, that's because our boy Keith is yeah. down there keeping it down there, keeping it all strong for us down there in the Queensland. I think we've even gone gone after like Brussels. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if we have, but Brussels, watch out, bro. If you do <laughs> something stupid and I see it come across my news feed, you might get joke of the week. And I'm, you know, I'm not opposed to that. I'll joke of the week anybody if they're if they uh, if they deserve it. Yeah. All right. So I'm moving into our pop culture segment. We are continuing our Pirates of the Caribbean uh, discussion. We're on to Orange Stranger Tides. Uh, it was the first one without uh, uh, Orlando Bloom. Uh, it was the arms of an angel. <laughs> it was. Um, He's not dead, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! Uh, so it's. Uh, it was. It wasn't great. No, I agree. It, it had its moments, and you know, it's. I'm not a huge Penelope Cruz guy. She looked pretty good in the movie. I mean, I guess you dress anybody up like a pirate. You're looking pretty good. I mean, but she's no Kira Knightley. You know, I mean, there is no comparison for me. Uh, my boy Ian McShane 
Killed it. Awesome, as always. And I just keep seeing Al Swearingen, dude, just, <laughs> uh, you know, just calling someone, uh, you know. See, I, uh, I recognize him most from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. So that's where I know him from. So that's all I was seeing the whole time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. Premise wise, not nearly as cool as the, the previous three. Barbosa, not nearly as fun in this yeah. one. I mean, it was just like the mermaid thing was kind of stupid to me. And, you know, I may have dropped the ball a little bit on on really paying attention and watching it as well. I was was on my phone most of the time. That's not our fault, though. That's their fault. So I don't I mean, I'm I think the next one might be worse, to be honest. I don't know. You think so? I haven't seen it, but that one is on Disney Plus. So um we will not for this next episode, obviously, but uh, for the following episode, I guess we'll finish off doing pirates, and then uh, I then guess move the first on. episode of the year we'll uh, we'll finish that off, and then we'll find another series. I think the well, then after that we'll, we'll just do our Mando discussion. Technically, the first episode of the year will be this next episode. I think that comes out the before maybe. I thought it comes out before the first of the year. Maybe it does. It comes so. out on the 31st. So technically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that right. is before the next year. All right. So, uh, but yeah. So what, what was there any scenes from the movie that you really liked? I did like when Jack Sparrow was fighting Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Penelope crew. They were just fighting uh, the escape from the. The King. I thought that that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. And it's one of those things that because we've seen so much of it, every time he did something, you're like, oh, hey, that's good. He's going to use that later. Yeah. Like he throws the napkin down. Now, a part of me thought maybe he's going to like screw himself by like slipping on his own napkin. Right. But then, yeah, you're watching. It, I'm like, all right, this is this is good. This is good. Pirates. <clears throat> that's what Pirates of the Caribbean should be. Yeah. This kind of shenanigans. I want to see pirate shenanigans. I, uh, I, I didn't. I did enjoy that same scene when they come in and they introduce the king and like give all his titles and stuff he's like you know no um doesn't ring a bell <laughs> so yeah um yeah, but there was not a whole whole lot that stood out i was very confused immediately after that scene we were just talking about when they are chasing him down they clearly show that on foot they're faster than most carriages this carriage that Johnny Depp was on was going they, about the same speed of those other carriages. They had the COVID-19 vaccine. They all, they're all superhumans. Yeah. And so, but like, they're not catching up to his. And then he's just jumping on them going like this, like back and forth. I the was same not door. sure why the jump either. Yeah. He's like a trickery. Like, yeah. oh, and they're like, we clearly see you and you're coming back our way now. Yeah. Yeah. I was not, not too privy uh, of why that was happening. So not the worst. I mean, obviously, it has been the worst of the pirates, but it wasn't the worst movie of yeah. all time. It was no Matrix Two. Very, very. <laughs> I mean, true. I'm sorry, Matrix Matrix One, one Matrix or Three. One. Yeah, <laughs> especially not Three. That's not even comparable to yeah, anything. That was a garbage movie. I'm mad even talking about it again. <laughs> uh, all right, so that about wraps up uh, Pirates. I think uh, next week we might be. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have a pop culture for no next pop week. culture next week. Yeah. Uh, so let's move into uh, what are you binging? Um, I've honestly, I got back into good place. I left off, uh, about halfway through season one. And the last time we talked about it, spoilers, by the way, I, I kind of mentioned, Oh, are they not? Are they actually in the bad place? Yeah. And then I see the season finale. I'm like, Oh yeah. I mean, like I didn't see how they were going to get there. I didn't realize that it'd be like, Oh, it was a, you know, it was a mind game, but yeah, I, I kind of called that from the get go. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's a good show. I still enjoyed it. There was a bit when, 
they started when he like snaps. I'm like, wait, don't don't do a whole nother season of the same thing, but slightly different. I kind of like how they did it like a very quick like, all right, here's all 100 or 800 something attempts at doing it. Yeah. But I mean, Ted Danson kills it. Yeah. Ted Danson. I mean, and if you just finished season one, season one was great. Don't get me wrong, but it is a a good show that kind of keeps you wanting more the whole time. So uh, it was it's one of those shows that when I got to the season finale. You know, when like you finish a book and it's just like with you, you know, like the book's over and it's done and it's gone. It was a lot like that. It was a weird feeling. Um, so for mine, I have a food and a drink. I don't have a show because I've just been watching sports and we talk sports all day. Fadley's Crab Cakes. Shout out to Paula. Yeah. That was amazing. Got to share them with my uh, with my folks. Um, and um, and Jameson Black Barrel, bro. I know I had it on there last week, but you got me that bottle. And it's just a good, good whiskey man i really enjoy it so appreciate that again yeah i think i might try some uh for session one of our D since you know i probably won't have to drive after that right so okay yeah absolutely if i if there's still any left yeah absolutely <laughs> might have to bring a bottle then yeah we'll uh we'll uh, i'll grab one if i am am out so uh some maduro brown ale last week when i bought our beer for the show they had one six pack of that left and that was the beer we had at my bachelor party one of my favorite beers such a good beer uh, drank it while we, uh, me and the, uh, my wife and the in-laws, we, uh, had a lobster night. And so I drank some of that that some. night and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, I love that beer, man. Yeah. You, you, you are talking about it. Uh, I think I had it a couple of times. It's more just not as, yeah, it's a pretty much dark, heavy beer, yeah. but all right. So let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. This one, I don't know if you're going to be with me or not on it. Sports, especially football, should not have completely different rules just because it's within the last two minutes. Uh, and I'm specifically talking about one that I found like I understand why you have to have this rule if it's done intentionally. I believe it was the Chargers game last week. It, apparently in the last two minutes, if you fumble a ball, the person who fumble it has to be the one who picks it up if it's in the last two minutes of play. Now, I understand to, to advance it. Yes. Now, I understand the reasoning for it. You don't want someone like like a bowling ball throwing the ball forward, you know, to get a win. That's fine. I get that. But this was clearly an incidental fumble. Now, we have proven refs can use critical thinking skills and look at whether or not something was intentional. They do it when they uh, call personal fouls, uh, you know, when they have to kick someone out of a game. So they're able to determine that they should be able to use that same determination when it comes to this kind of thing. But overall, if a team is NFL teams want to win the entire game. So the why if you're gonna have that rule, have it be for the entire game, not just the last two minutes. Yeah, I understand the uh the the I mean I kind of understand the no coaches challenge after two minutes. Not really. I think that's dumb. Just loud. If if coaches have a challenge remaining, let them have it. Yeah. Uh. But so yeah, the whole oh well, it's the last two minutes of the game, so different set of rules now. Yeah, it is intriguing, and sometimes the where the. 10 second runoff can be taken advantage of. And you know, there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of different, different weird things that they, that they could do better. I'm in agreement. You know, I mean, 
if you can fumble the ball and your guy gets it and they can score, I don't even understand why intention intentionality yeah. is the problem. Yeah, here. and that's a discussion for another time. I have I I personally <clears throat> have like I understand why they're doing it, but I personally it's part of the game. If you want to yeah. if you want to if you want to take the risk and use the ball like a bowling ball, take that's a very high risk maneuver. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I just, but you know, it's a, if anything, it's going to make the game more entertaining. Right. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily understand why, if it's, if I could do it in the beginning of the, of the game, why can't I do it at the end? Yeah. You know, that's a, uh, that's a totally fair point uh, that, you know, something that I hadn't even really thought about it being in the last two minutes as a different rule. But yeah, I mean, even even so, even with what you're talking about, it you don't want it to happen intentionally. Why not? <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, why wouldn't you want it to happen intentionally if it can happen? You know, so yeah, that's a good call. Muppets football night. What the what the hell was that last night? I'll dude? be honest, I was flipping back and forth. I only saw the very end. Like it was, when, like, after it was the- like a whole lot to do with it. It was not. I thought it was just like a silly thing. I didn't realize it was the whole game. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. That's weird. Yeah, it was very, very strange. I was not a, I was not a fan of it. I mean, I don't hate the Muppets or anything, but like, you know, stick to what you know and Muppeting and stuff like yeah. Treasure Island and whatever, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Just do Muppet stuff like, you know, keep your Muppet paws off my football. OK, <laughs> that's all I got to say about it. Get your paws off of you damn dirty Muppet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I felt. I felt like an old man. Like he was like, stay off my football, buddy. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was something that 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 annoyed me. All right, so for non-sports, this one hits a little personal. Uh, I'm in the retail business, and listen, guys, this time of year, without COVID and without crazy weather, it's a crazy time for people who are mailing stuff. Don't be rude to people, to retail workers, especially when it's something out of their control. We are getting about five to 800 emails a day right now. The majority of them are people bitching at us that they don't have their mail yet. Now, many of them, they have their tracking number, and they see... That it's been tracked, been shipped, and it's being tracked, and it's in maybe their town's local postal post office. But yet they bitch at us at <clears throat> how we are the ones ruining their Christmas. Like, hey, what do you you ruin their Christmas by? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm I'm with them. Okay, <laughs> mostly because I hate you. <laughs> no, I'm 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 with you, man. Like, it's just you think that that guy is like. Look, you you do realize that I also don't double as the as the USPS postal service yeah. worker, right? Like I'm not shipping this to you myself. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best ones was <clears throat> right now there was a massive snowstorm in the northeast recently. I believe in a week they got 90 inches of snow in 1 week. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh so pretty much that that's why it, it's there. It's in Nashua or something like that, very close to where this person is in New England. And it's very clearly says on USPS it's delayed because of snow. And they, she bitches at us like, well, I'm in New England and we know how to deal with snow. So that's no reason why it should be late. It's then like, don't talk to okay. me. Then don't call the postal manager. Like, how, <laughs> Would you like us to drive from Tennessee when, did, there and get it ourselves? Like, weren't I, you, uh, didn't you ruin some so, someone's son's Christmas? Oh, by yeah, them every, not getting yeah, their cheesecake? Every, every year we ruin somebody's Christmas. Their yeah. son's a nerd, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not getting, the, I'm not getting the cheesecake. 
homie and he and you're like yeah shut up nerd and you, just, and you slap him across the face you're like i'm the anti-santa claus we actually packed like a, a compressed <clears throat> boxing glove in there and boom, right, in the, oh, right in the mouth right in the right in the kisser <laughs> it's now now i'll get to make my cheese mommy i don't i don't know how this little kid's british but that's the only kid that i could see being upset about the not getting and 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 it's even worse if you're talking about your grown son. <laughs> you know, I don't know which is worse that you're buying a young kid a cheese making kit or your grown son is cr- having Christmas ruined. Yeah. And for then you're no bitching other about reason. It. Right. That he's not even the one bitching to me. Yeah. It's like you've ruined my Christmas. <laughs> uh, 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 so I actually do. I found I thought of one real late in the game. I don't know if you've seen it, but you know that Farm Bureau commercial where the dad they're sitting at the counter. Obviously, a pre-COVID commercial. Yeah, he leaves the big tip. He leaves the big tip after he hears her talking about, which is obviously extremely unprofessional of her to be talking to her customers about all the problems in her life. I'm sure it's small town and they all know each other and stuff. But you're talking really loud, lady. Okay. <laughs> and anyway, she's, you know, the cars broke down, all this stuff. So he she doesn't leaves. even work there. She's just a panhandler. She's just, yeah, <laughs> she's just behind the counter stealing pie. <laughs> And so he leaves the big $100 tip and the kid's like, dad, he's like, why, what are you doing? You're not going to get your change. And he's like, we'll talk about it outside. We'll talk about it outside. And then he takes him outside and all he says to the kid is, I'll get it back with no explanation whatsoever. Like we all know what you mean, like pay it forward and all this. This is a little kid that's trying to learn about life and he's just going to go places and just be giving people hundred dollars yeah. with no inkling of why he's like saying to people, I'll get it back. Like he, he's like, he's going to do this with his bookie. It could be <laughs> that the farm your guy is in the mob. And when he says he's going to hey, get it back, he, he's fronting them. This is going to get the vig back. That's and the vig. He's, now he's got to go and break her legs. Honestly, with the way that he cryptoed out of that, out of that discussion with his child. Yeah. That's the only two options. He's mobbed up. He's connected. I'm pretty sure I seen that same discussion on the Sopranos. He's connected. Or he just hates his kid and doesn't want his, hey, Bobby, did you ruin his kid's Christmas? <laughs> he would not, he's not getting his cheese making kid, I think. It's like, I don't get it back. Well, yeah, what about that cheese making kid, dad? <laughs> like, Shut up, Timmy. Whap. He never explains it. I'm very, uh, I'm very distressed about this. So yeah. those are all weird commercials. Like the one where the, like the daughter's asking the, uh, the dad a bunch of questions and he's like leaning back telling him all the answers yeah like, you again very why are you creeping so hard very very bad parenting that happens yeah. in the small town of Farm like that guy, that guy is a dad should you know listen i get parents don't have all the answers but let him kind of figure out something like hey bro chill out you like, dude, like, you're not even giving me like she asked a simple question i yeah. got this tell hey tell her she'll get it back <laughs> yeah. you know like and and, and it, uh, i'm a that's where I got my insurance. I love Farm yeah, Bureau. They do, my, never, they do my insurance as well. They've never given me any problem. They do my dope car and home. Yeah. Dope hats. You know, they, they got a lot going for them. Those commercials, though, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, oh, should I switch my car insurance? Well, it's going to be more expensive, but I don't have to put yeah. claim to those commercials anymore. Hell, we so. saved $15 by not going to Geico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm just very sad for this poor kid yeah. that's not getting life explained. I would to like him. to see a skit of that where the guy's giving the dad who's asking like completely wrong info. Yeah. Like just the worst like advice ever. Yeah. I mean, it might as, he might as well have anyway, because I mean, if you're just willy nilly listening to strangers at a at a restaurant booth and how do, does the daughter that done to not 
see what's happening. Again, they all speak very, very loudly yeah. in the in the <laughs> in the small universe of Farm Bureau Man. They speak very loudly. Oh, I heard it was just bought by Disney and it's coming to the MCU. I mean, I finally let's get some <laughs> continuity within these yeah. commercials. <laughs> that and the AT and T coming together for a, a combined universe. Ah, and we gotta. I mean, hopefully, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, AT and T. They've been hitting lately. They've yeah. been doing okay with their. We say that as a joke. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that AT and T's parent company also owns Farm Bureau's parent company. This is not. A drill, Bobby. Yeah. There's a, it's just Jeff Bezos. There is a large chance that that is yeah. the case. I mean, <laughs> there's like seven companies in this entire yeah. country that just own every other country or yeah. country. Maybe. Well, well <laughs> that was a, a misspoke. A, a, a misspoke, but probably correct. That's correct. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. They own every country. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, we hope everyone has a happy holiday and uh, be safe and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 